You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve, and Sid. Everybody and welcome to Trophy Wars. This is episode 482. I'm your host, Jackie Mick, alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend. It's Alex. You know, I was real excited for this episode because we were getting a servant of Levi Thomas, but uh, we got to save it for next week. Yeah, he's too busy playing that, uh, trying to be Tiger Woods right now. So wait, he, he's golfing? He's actually golfing? I asked him if he was coming on this, sh- this week's show. He said he has a golf outing. That he will be coming on next week. Are we sure he doesn't want to, you know, just ride around the golf cart and have some drinks? That's probably the most fun part about golfing, unless it's putt putt. Well, I'm not going to go there. I mean, who, he who brings knew? the awesome? Levi is a man of many talents: Resident Evil, podcasting, construction, golfing. Where, where's Dent? Community building certainly doesn't stop there. He brings the awesomeness that isn't golfing. It's I yield to no one. I really enjoyed my time away. <laughs> Is that because you didn't have to deal with us or just because it's peaceful and quiet? Probably both. I, I'm feeling a little hurt right now. <laughs> I, for the life of me, could not figure out where Yield was on vacation. I'm assuming it was somewhere in Ohio in the middle of nowhere. No, I mean the picture he did send was just a bunch of leaves, so I mean it could have been anywhere. I mean, clearly Yield was camping or in a cabin or something like that. Could have been, could have been the one from Evil Dead. I don't know if that took place in Ohio, but it could have been by the looks of no, it. That, no, that took place in Michigan. Oh, okay. Well, that clears that up. That that's a uh, Donnie country. D- yes. Donnie ain't going camping in the woods. Donnie's seen too uh, many horror movies for that shit. Somehow, every time I think of Donnie, I just picture that meme that I sent him of the guy that's uh, using the fence as a hammock. I remember that. You posted that on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, 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 essentially, the chain link of the fence is cut out so that the person could lay in it as a hammock. Right. That, and I always think of the, uh, the picture I sent. Uh, the, it was a meme of Alex visiting his time in Detroit. Where it's the white kid being chased by a bunch of people. You don't remember that one? I do, but what kind of people? Uh, just people. Uh-huh. What? What are you implying there, Yield? Nothing. Okay. Uh, Alright, so he's playing. He's show. been on vacation, taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Looked like he almost got Let's... swept away by some flooding while on vacation. It was uh, awesome. All right. <laughs> almost getting swept away by a flood? Yeah. No, it actually wasn't that bad. We just got a lot of rain overnight. I I, I don't know if I keep going. Tr- Tricky, are you, have you ever hosted a podcast before? Because you just let that die. 
I let it die because every single time I tried to transition, you guys would come back but with something else. We're sitting here stop. having the pre-show, well, not the pre-show, but the the post-intro pre-trophy stuff part of the show, and you're just like, nope, not having it. Well, to be fair, I about 10 minutes before we recorded, I decided to record again because I have a massive headache. Yeah, you almost abandoned us. You're like 10 minutes or 20 minutes before the show. You're like, man, no. Well, I was hoping this headache would go away, but it hasn't. So I even had to, when I did the intro song, I had to pull the headphones off my ears because it was just way too loud in my ears. That song thrashes. So, I mean, that's understandable. All right, updated trophy counts. I am level 608, total trophies of 14,058 with 256 platinums. Alex? Pulling up the agenda right now. Don't, no, don't you sass me, sir. You never have I was trying to facilitate fantastic conversation with Yield about his most recent vacation because he said he enjoyed his time off, and you poo-pooed all over it. So, sir, you could give me a few seconds to find my trophy count, which I have. King of bullshit. You should, trophy, you, you should have had the tro- the agenda up while I was playing the intro song. Level. Hey, I was the first one on Skype, sir. I don't want to hear your shit. No, you weren't. I was. What are you talking about? In order for you to join the call, I had to make the call. Therefore, I was on Skype first. I sat on Skype and eventually had to update Skype. I was no one. I was on Skype about five minutes before anyone. Or no, ten minutes probably before anyone gave me a call. Mm-hmm. There. Just do your trophy count. There. Mr. Michael uh, Miller, boring ass. Come on, name. what's with the government names? Oh, but everyone knows your name is all over the Facebook page. Everyone knows our Facebook page is coded with your name, Michael Miller. That's because I'm the only ones posting up things up there. I post things all the time. Bullshit. Maybe not as much as good old Homer, but I'm posting stuff. Uh-huh. Level 443, total trophy count is 7,308, and a platinum count of 112 in 111 games. Yield. 447, trophy count of 7,426, platinum count of 124. And Sid is level 515, total trophies of 10,355 with 176 platinums. Uh, before we go into the show proper... Um, I thought we should acknowledge uh, the post that I shared in Facebook. Um, it was, uh, well, what, five years ago now? I, I just may confirm my information here. Uh, you guys can help me out if you know exactly. Yes, it was 2016. So uh, we're day over five years that we received a... Uh, Great email from Sid. Uh, it was a huge moment in our time in the show, and it actually uh, changed our lives for the for the future. So I would just want to give a special shout-out to Sid. I mean, I know we're not in the shout-out portions of the show, but Sid and Mandy, you guys changed our lives by sending us that email, and I just wanted to take the time to acknowledge that uh, before we move on with the show proper. Yeah, I, uh, we're probably not going to, I don't know if we're going to share the email right now, or because we we have in the past, I don't know if you, you want to keep that private or not tricky, but. Well, we, we well, we read it on the show when we had Sid on the show. Uh, unfortunately, I had the, I had the email uh, printed up and framed. It's just somewhere in my house right now. I don't know where it is. It's just getting that type of email and seeing that you have that effect, that positive effect on somebody's life, because I'm sure that we've had some negative effects on some of our listeners. 
But when you have a positive effect to that degree, you know, it makes you realize that this isn't just some silly show about us, our banter and us yelling at each other and talking about Rocket League and the division and all that. It, you know, this in some cases, this show can actually help people get through their day or through extremely tough times. You know, it's a source of entertainment, but for some people, it's a lifeline. So uh, we definitely, I, I, to this day, I still greatly appreciate that email that, that Sid sent. And to know that we had that kind of impact is, is, is very heartening, especially since, you know, you just think about a podcast, you do it. It's like, oh, yeah, this is fun. You get to sit down and talk to some friends. You never really think that you reach out to people in that way. Yield, you want to say anything before we move on? No, Alex hit the nail on the head. As he normally does. And, uh, you know, speaking of Alex hitting the nail on the head, uh, I just want to read the post that we put in our Facebook group because I know not all of you guys are in our Facebook group. But, Alex, uh, five years ago yesterday, you made you said this in the post. It says, we're four friends and huge nerds and podcasts about all things PlayStation, and we never take ourselves too seriously. But it's the kind of thing that makes us appreciate the opportunity a little bit more, a lot more, actually. Usually, if I make one person smile, it's a good day. This is much bigger than that. A fan of the show emailed us, and, well... And then you shared the email, or a section of the email. So again, Sid, Mandy, thank you very much for changing our lives, and uh, you know, basically letting us know that you know we reached out to you in a very difficult time, and we're very proud to this day that we got, we were able to help you through that. So again, thank you, Sid and Mandy, for you know being a part of our lives. All right, let's. I just lost the agenda. Uh, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. There we go. I got the agenda now. All right, so uh, we're going to get into what we're playing. Yield, since you have uh, taken two weeks off, well, a week off, and now you're back after two weeks, what have you been playing, sir? Uh, a Way Out, World Warship Legends, Rocket League, Strange Brigade, Hell Divers, uh, Spyro 3, and Knockout City. All right, we got to get uh, Alex on Knockout City. Uh, no. No? You don't think he like it? I don't know. He might, but there's no reason to get people on it unless they want to. No, I mean, Alex? someone, one Mr. Homer Gets Duff did send me a code for, a promotional code for 25 PSN dollars, because he was sending me something, you know, in regards to Knockout City, and I, you know, it took me a day or so to use the code, and then all of a sudden I loaded up into my PSN account. It's like, here's $25. I'm like, I texted him. I'm like, is this supposed to be like, is this true? Is this accurate? Did you just send me this money? So I think he meant me to use that to buy Knockout City. Which is weird because he doesn't like Knockout City. No, I don't know what that was. I know I know the brain sent you a code. Oh, I've got, okay. I must have confused the brain and, and uh, your brother. Because well, the brain sent the brain sent out codes for stuff in Knockout City. No, and he sent Alex a specific code in the in our text group, and said this oh. one's for Alex. This it this it came from the other ones that he found came from Reddit, and he gave to all right. of us. The other one he specifically gave to Alex, and I don't know where that code came from, but it was a one-off code. Because I because when I went to enter the codes, I specifically asked him, "Is that one for Alex a one-off or is that a?" One everybody can use. And he said, no, it's a one-off for Alex. All right, well, thank you there, Riley, because I had no idea. Also, since we're all in the same group, and I can just keep... I, I 
have neglected to add them to my contacts just because we speak in that same group, and as long as I have that group, I have their numbers. So, unfortunately, I haven't uh, memorized. I've got the the area codes down, the Ohio area codes, but I haven't memorized their numbers. So, sorry for the mix-up there, Riley. Thank you for the, the code. But I assume that he meant me to use that to buy the game. Why don't you have their names, the numbers saved into your phone? Because, again, we are in a group chat, and I don't know. I don't, like, if you're in a group chat, like, I don't always, like, see the need to, uh, maybe I should, but as long as I have the chat, I have their numbers, so, I don't know. Yeah, but you know who's speaking, then. Uh, it doesn't matter. Hey, well, when it, when well, the, so when the texts are, okay, so the text in that group are generally, who's playing Rocket League tonight, followed by a bunch of memes, and then also... Tricky and Homer arguing for twenty for over a hundred messages <laughs> about the quality of TikTok videos and how Homer thinks all TikTok videos are people flipping water bottles and Tricky defending TikTok like it's his grandchild. <laughs> see, see, see! I'm not the only one that thinks you're defending TikTok. I'm not defending TikTok. Oh, oh okay. Technically, I'm defending TikTok, but I'm not like a TikTok advocate. I'm just saying. The, the few videos that I've sent you guys in the in that text chat, it's quality videos. Like, Yield, you cannot deny that the one I sent about uh, Rocket League and how to play better, that was a good quality TikTok. I don't know. There's been so many bad ones, I don't remember the good ones. You're a dick. Honestly, I think that when you tell other people to make TikTok accounts, you are advocating for TikTok. All I'm saying is that if you guys make a TikTok account, I don't care if you post a video ever, but I could tag you in the video. So when somebody leaves a comment or con con constructive criticism, you can respond. Look, everyone yelling at me to turn off, turn on ball cam is not constructive criticism. Well, I mean, at least they're not yelling about camera shake anymore. And maybe one day I will strangle the hope out of them by never going to ball cam. And they'll stop mentioning that too. They should be like, Hey, good play, bro. I mean, you and Homer both play without ball cam, and I don't know how you do it. Me and Yield both play with ball cam, and I we don't. think we do fairly well. It, it, it's just what it's just what you got used to. I'll switch to I'll switch back and forth depending on. I primarily play with ball cam on, but I will switch to the other one depending on where I'm at on the field at times. I have been yeah. I mean, I've been playing without ball okay. cam for so many years that I'm just used to it. Also, I would rather see where other people. I would rather focus on where the other people are on the field as opposed to the ball. Like, I can figure out where the ball is going generally just by moving my own camera. But being able to see the rest of the people on the field is also pretty important. Well, that's why somebody even suggested on TikTok, and I don't know why we're having this conversation, but somebody also suggested on TikTok that we change our camera settings and yield. Uh, you were the first one to do it. I, I don't even know if you noticed at this point, but do you feel like you're playing better ever since that day? Uh, I wouldn't say noticeably better, maybe slightly better. Okay. All right, but Alex, we got distracted. What have you been playing, sir? Well, we did our Thursday night Rocket League thing over on Twitch. Kicked some serious ass. I believe we were 7-3 and three overall. 70% win percentage, that's pretty good. Although, the guys did play one game without me before I could get on, so I believe they were 8-3 and three overall. So, a pretty kick-ass night of action over on twitch.tv slash Gamer. For Rocket League Thursdays. Other than that, eight and, eight, eight and three is accurate. Yeah, that's why I said it with such blustery confidence. Oh jeez, gusto! Something is something is up your gusto. Right no, there's it, it's podcast time. I'm excited I, to podcast. It's been a good day. Uh, okay, well, okay. I said that. I said that in the sound of negative. I meant like you are just like 
in the words of the Donnie, you are very enthused on this week's show. Look, man, today was a good day. It was Gibble Community Day and Pokemon Go, so I had a good time catching some, some Gibbles, plenty of Gibbles. And then we also went to a new restaurant called Taco City and had a margarita flight along with some delicious tacos. It's been a good day. And I'm sitting here podcasting with my homies. What? Am I not supposed to be excited about that? Am I supposed to be down in the you down are. in the dirt? Am I supposed to be Debbie Downer? Well, I, I'm glad you're enthused now because you might get a little depressed later in the show. We got some news. I mean, are you about to tell me that Donnie's never coming on again? Because that would depress me. Uh, well, if I had my way, yeah. Oh, bullshit. Be You'd be the first one in line to ride the amusement park ride. Donnie's on our goddamn podcast. You'd be the first he, person he, there. He, he, he is right about that. No. Yes. Oh, bullshit. It's, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a train wreck that you can't look away from. Well, okay, trade wreck is accurate. I love Donnie. You guys know that. But Donnie presents his own unique challenges when you podcast with him. Yes, but also a lot of times Donnie speaks the truth, and a lot of people agree with Donnie. That's debatable. Look, and he's also, with Troy not being around, Donnie is our legal advice. Office of, of Donnie, Untwist, and Babble. It's a primitive commodity. All right. Can you tell us just what you've been playing? Yes. So, obviously, today was Gibble Community Day, so I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. Over the course of the weekend, I haven't been playing a ton. We actually went to Lowe's yesterday. We were painting, repainting one of our rooms. Our dining room is going to be a nice, uh, I think it's called Dress Blue. It's a darker blue to go along with the, the rug we have and then our table. So, we've been doing a lot of stuff around the house this weekend. Uh, they've been doing running some raging events in Pokemon Sword and Shield, so I've been focusing on that, trying to get my shiny Politoed and a G-Max Venusaur for the few of the, you that knows you know, what either of those is. Also, so yeah, mostly it's, it's Pokemon, a few things of Pokemon Snap, a few uh, expeditions of Pokemon Snap, but for, for the most part, I haven't been playing a ton this week, and uh, I did mention a Tricky in the Discord group, Discord chat. I did actually, I re-upped my PlayStation Plus, because PlayStation Plus is actually on sale, it's 25% off right now. So I re-upped that, so I'm good until 2024, and I also bought, I think it's 2016's Doom. For six dollars, because you know I've seen Doom. I hear you know good things about Doom, but I've never played any Doom. So I, you know, first-person shooter with big old monsters. I'd like to get into that. Although Tricky seems to, whenever I mention that game, you just shit on all shit all over it. I I just I was just about to say you never responded to my comment. Well, yeah, because your comment was absolute nonsense. I I thought it was pretty good. Hold on, I'm gonna look up the Metacritic score of Doom 2016. All right, while you're doing that, uh, I have been playing... Uh, it has an 85% uh, Metacritic score, so... that's That means it's dog shit. Um, all right. Un- unless it's The Division or The Last of Us, Tricky or God of War, Tricky doesn't get excited. Or Outriders. Yeah, and if you're going to stand behind a God of War game, you stand behind God of War 3, not the new one. The new one's fantastic. The new one's good. It's not as good as God of War 2, or God of War 3. Uh, uh, I, 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 I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless. Because you, uh, you, you agree with me, and you, like you can't think no. anything to defend How it. blasphemous that is. Blasphemous? blasphemous? Is God of War your religion? Is that why it's blasphemous? It should be its own religion. Oh, wow, it's getting deep now. All right, uh, I have been playing Outriders a lot. Uh, I've been playing uh, Hybroxia 2. And some Knockout City, and I did play uh, one or two games of Rocket League, but quickly stopped playing that to go play Outriders again. Uh, so that's what I've been playing. All right, so let's get into our topics. 
Yield, I actually put this one in the agenda for you, sir. Really? Yeah, I figured you would like this. Okay. Uh, th- this is coming from IGN, and it's written by Rebecca Valentine. Headline is, 2K's E3 plans seemingly leaked include a Borderlands spinoff and a Marvel game. Uh, so, as I said, this is coming from Rebecca Valentine. Says, it's possible that 2K, 2K Games E3 announcements have been leaked on Reddit that include a Borderlands spinoff featuring Tiny Tina, a new Marvel game, and a very early development action game. According to a Reddit post that received a nod on Twitter from Bloomberg journalist Jason Schreier, 2K's E3 announcements may include a Borderlands universe titled codename Daffodil, potentially dubbed either Wonderlands or Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, both of which are trademarked by 2K. It is said to be similar gameplay in the style of other Borderlands games and features playable, quote, multi-class heroes. Um, <laughs> update to the story. Schreier has since tweeted since then saying that the leak is real, but it but isn't, quote, sure of all it's going to be at E3, end quote. Another potentially leaked announcement is a game from for Axis said to be a turn-based action game using Marvel characters. According to the leaker's source, it's described as XCOM with Marvel heroes and may feature some famous actors voicing characters. So let's go. Let's stop there because I know you're a big Borderlands fan. Are you excited about a possible Borderlands spinoff featured Tiny Tina? No. Really? Yeah. I mean, I enjoy the Tiny Tina character, but no. Not right now. Like after Border, okay. after Borderlands One, Borderlands Two, maybe. After Three, I, I I really never got into Three. I own it, played it for a little bit, and that was about it. Did you play the uh, the pre sequel? Yep, I played that. Was that good? I enjoyed it, but it, it, it's Borderlands. It's nothing earth shattering. After you play the first two, everything is more. It feels like. I mean, the stories are interesting, but it's more rinse-repeat. There's nothing, anything... It feels like there's really nothing new or earth-shattering. Oh, well, I, I literally put this in because I knew you were a big fan of Borderlands, but it sounds like uh, the games have soured you because it's just more more not, the same. Not soured. I'm just not as ooh-ah as I was with the first two. But you'll still play it, correct? I will have to wait and see what the trailer looks like, what gameplay looks like. I, I could or could not pick it up. Like I said, the only reason okay. I the only reason I really picked up Borderlands three was because everybody else in my friends group was picking it up. So like, yeah, I'll pick it up. We'll all play it, and we played it like once together, and then that was it. All right, uh, Alex, what do you think about the Borderlands sequel or or Borderlands spinoff? Sorry. To be perfectly honest, I mean the Borderlands games are fun. I'm the whole, I'm kind of over the whole setting, you know, the, the post-apocalyptic, everything looks like shit and so drab. I mean, they've got, they've got some great characters, don't get me wrong. For me, the high of that entire franchise was Tales of Borderlands, so, I mean, that's, that's where they put most of their effort into, you know, most, I mean, rather, I mean, there were some great action scenes and set pieces, but, I mean, that's where the, the story, you know, was really, really fleshed out, and you had the strongest characters was in Tales of Borderlands. You know, it, to be honest, I'm... I don't know. I, I don't... I think... I, I platinum the original Borderlands. I platinum Tales of Borderlands. I don't know if I've played any other Borderlands game other than that. I can't remember if I played Borderlands 2. But I just... Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of over Borderlands at this point. Like, 
I, I feel like the you know the gearbox should move on from that. You know, is, is every game you're going to make in the Borderlands franchise? Well, the last time they made another game, it was a huge failure. Which one? Let, which one was that? Uh, let me look it up. Because I don't, it, it, it was such a failure that I forgot the name of it. Uh, let's see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Battleborn? That's what it was. Battleborn. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I know people love the Borderlands franchise, and I'm sure Borderlands 1 through 3 have been all highly rated, but after playing the original Borderlands, I, I, I don't know. I, don't need to play any more of that series, to be perfectly honest with you. All right, what about the turn-based Marvel game? That got you excited at all? I don't like turn-based combat, so no thanks. And, and even though I play a lot of Pokemon, I don't like the turn-based stuff in that. I'm more of, like, the collecting part of it. So, yeah, I mean, turn-based, that's why stuff like Chrono Trigger and, you know, the Final Fantasy games, that's why I never picked any of those up is because I don't like turn-based combat. I like real-time, you know, god of war style combat where you you know you your skill is based on your ability to evade and defend and attack at the right time so i will say All right. that if 2k wants my attention they'll start talking bioshock that's probably the next 2k game i'm gonna buy is when they come out with the new bioshock all right yield turn-based marvel game again i'll just have to see what they put out there i mean i'm not tur- turn-based does not get me excited but okay. you put together a good trailer on top of good gameplay trailer, I could be interested. Just because it says Marvel does not immediately you you get my money. All right, and just the last part of this, uh, there was a last uh, art paragraph of this article says, for now these are all just rumors. Sadly, 2K has officially said that they have a total of 21 games planned for release between now and March, four of which are quote immersive core releases end quote and two of which are from new franchises. One of those new franchises is being made by Gearbox, though a Tiny Tina spinoff probably won't count as a new franchise in this case, so it's possible there may be something else in the cards. Alright, the next bit of news we have here. Team Asabi, which I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced, is officially announced as a PlayStation Studio and has revealed their new logo. Uh, this news comes nearly four months after Sony Interactive Entertainment announced that PlayStation Studios Japan Studio will be reorganized and, quote, recentered around Team Asabi, the team best known for Astrobot Rescue Mission for PlayStation VR and Astro's Playroom for PS5. Team Asabi has technically been a part of Sony's video game development fan- family since 2012, when it was formed about a year before the launch of the PS4. Quote, back then, a handful of us were working away on tech demos, showcasing what the hardware could do. Fast forward a few years, the team is still expanding. We launched Astrobot Rescue Mission in 2018 and Astro's Playroom for the PS5 in 2020. And now Team Asabi has become the newest internal studio within the PlayStation Studios family. So, there you go. Hmm. Sounds disappointing. Disappointing? Yeah. Why do you say that? So, you've done Astro's Playroom and Astrobot Rescue Mission, and now you're... Which, I... I don't know. I mean, I haven't played them, but I don't think that they were overly huge successes. And now you're at an internal PlayStation Studio? 
Well, it's kind of hard to... You you swallowed up Japan Studio, which I think was a better studio, and now I I just, I don't know. I'm not thrilled with it. You know, I I think it's kind of hard to say whether or not Astrobot the I, I don't know what the new what's the new one called tricky the can the one that came with the playroom yeah it's kind of hard to you know talk about Astro's playroom as a success because it's bundled in with every console it's kind of like Wii Sports you know people talk about how successful Wii Sports was but it was a pack in game with the Wii so of course you know it's going to have bonker sales because it came for free and you know if you were going to buy the console you were going to get it so I don't know if we can talk you know you know it's kind of hard to measure the success of Astrobot because at least the newest version is you get with every PS5. It's for me, it's kind of, I share yield sentiment in some, to some degree because you basically close your Japan studio, which had, you know, success in many areas previously and a good track record. And now you have this new studio, you know, which is, I mean, it's in Japan, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, what happened with your Japan studio that was uh, that caused it to close, but now this is where you're recentering your focus. I don't know. I'm not saying it seems like the people who played Astrobot is you know ha- had a really good time with it. So I'm not saying they don't deserve it, but also like I, I don't understand what is the point of closing Sony Japan, which had a proven track record, including like Shadow of the Colossus and all these other games, to you know refocus on the new studio. I don't know. So, somebody at Sony knows more than we do. But maybe well, I mean, I think I think they also did Knack. I'm pretty sure they were. I had a hand in Hot Shots. I know that was mainly clap hands, but I think they were a part of it as well. Japan Studio has been uh, responsible for Knack, Gravity Rush, The Last Guardian, Astrobot, Patapon, Demon Souls, Shadow of the Colossus, Freedom Wars, Ape Escape. Uh, Local Roco, Tokyo Jungle, Eco, Pararapper the Rapper, The Puppeteer, uh, Everybody's Golf. I'm uh, looking for anything I haven't mentioned yet. Uh, those are the most notable ones. I mean, yes. those are not Sony's biggest franchises, but there's certainly some, some fan favorites and some hits in there. I mean, they made a lot of quality games. Yeah. Yep. So, th- th- that, yeah, that's that's my thing. Well, you took a a good studio, closed it down, merged it with this one, and then now, hey, look, we we got this studio who did these two games, and they're now a part of our of our internal studios. And it's like it, it's not like Insomniac or something like that, where you're like, oh wow, look at look at the list that they got. You know that good call. This is just like you just it's like you walked up to somebody and said, hey, you're going to be in our internal development studio. How do you like that? And you know, I, I don't okay. want to poo-poo this too much because, you know, even though it's more, I guess I'm more disappointed that Sony Japan was closed. I, I think that one thing we can say for certain about Sony is that they are always very, very good about their acquisitions of studios and, you know, facilitating quality games from their studios. And, and in general, just making sure that their first party owned studios are in a place to succeed and, you know, just picking high quality talent. So, Obviously, there is something within this team that they see that is that deserves, you know, to basically be the landmark studio for them on, you know, in, you know, in the East, in Japan. So, I mean, it, it can't be all, you know, everything be centered here in the U.S. Obviously, Sony is a Japanese company, so you want to make sure that with the closing of Sony Japan, that there is a focus of content 
coming from Japan. And so it's not just, oh, well, we have everything in the U.S. and that's where their center of focus is. I think they also need to make sure that the the Japanese culture and the game creators over there have kind of a headquarters and a focus where they're creating Sony games for Sony. So, I mean, now that they we know what their focus is and who's going to be handling that kind of, I, I think that's a good thing. Just my disappointment comes from the fact that we don't have Sony Japan anymore. So I want to give the studio, you know, a chance to to thrive and see what they can do. It's just, you know, for, for so many years playing Sony Japan games, especially being uh, such a fan of Shadow of the Colossus, that was such a big disappointment for me that maybe that kind of shades my my excitement for this this news about this kind of studio that this Sony is now trumpeting. All right, let's move on to our next bit of news here. Uh, PlayStation Studios uh, boss has detailed uh, Ben's new game, PC releases, and more. This is coming from Matt T. Kim over at IGN. Uh, it first was announced that the new God of War game and Gran Turismo 7 will be cross-gen titles coming both to the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Also, God of War 2 has been delayed until 2022, but we'll get more into that later. While that clears the way for Horizon's Forbidden West planned holiday 2021 launch, Hulse has shared details on what PlayStation's other studios are up to. For instance, Hulse has revealed that Ben's studio is working on a, quote, exciting new IP, end quote, that builds on top of the, quote, deep open world systems that they developed with Days Gone, end quote. An early report said that Ben studio initially pitched a sequel to Days Gone that was rejected after been put on... Uh, a few Naughty Dog projects, potentially a new Uncharted and The Last of Us multiplayer, Hulse confirmed that Bend is working on an entirely new game. This is coming from a tweet put out by Ben St- at Ben Studio. Quote, We are beyond grateful for your support with Days Gone and are truly honored by the amount of passion our community has shared with us for our world and characters. Your enthusiasm mot- motivates us to continue to improve and create experiences that will last a lifetime. From the Siphon Filter series to Resistance Retribution to Uncharted Golden Abyss and Days Gone, we are very excited to announce today that we expanded the Ben Studio portfolio with a brand new IP. We hope you embark on this new journey with us and can't wait to show you what we've been working on, Ben Studio. So, I'm going to stop right there. You guys can go read the rest of the article. But Yield, again, this is Ben Studio making a new IP and not your always every year predicted siphon filter. I'm okay with that. How do that. you feel about this? I'm okay with that. I, I commend studios that make new IPs take risks and not go with the same old tried and true sequel after sequel after sequel after sequel. So we'll just have to wait and see what they make, what the trailer looks like, and hopefully it's a success for them. I like that they're, you know, they're using their tech that they developed four days gone, even if they're not developing a second days gone. So it's like, Sony's like, Hey, you know, you all, you know, we appreciate the tech that and the effort that you put behind days gone. We don't want you doing another days gone game, but you can now use that tech to do something else. I, I, you know, I think that's really good to see. So not everything from days gone was just a loss. I don't want to say it's a loss because there was a video game put out and people seem to enjoy it. But does anyone think that, the reason there's not a ga- Days Gone 2 is because Sony looked at that game as stepping too close to the to The Last of Us. You know, I I think, but I did think about that because that was even uh, what I said prior to the launch of Days Gone that we we speculated that The Last of Us 2 
was delayed because it was so close to what Days Gone was. So that's in reverse, but obviously The Last of Us is obviously their bigger franchise, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I again, well, I like the fact that even if they're not made, they haven't greenlit a sequel, that they're still u- using what they learned in the development of Days Gone to make another new franchise, and hopefully, you know, they can gain success from that instead of, you know, having to make a game and then start all over again from scratch with the next game. Also, I want to point out that I saw recently where it's not guaranteed that Horizon's coming out this year. Well, right now it's a it's a point. They haven't announced a real estate, but it's planned for holiday twenty twenty one. Ah, it'll get delayed. Well, we we learned recently that God of War is not coming out this year. Definitely. Right, and I I, I believe all three of us said that when they announced these games and whatnot, we both and they all said coming in twenty twenty one. We all said they were getting delayed. Well, I mean, you got to think that if Horizon doesn't come out this year, what is Sony's big game for the holidays? Uh, don't they, know. They won't have one. Yeah, and you, you yeah, know that they, you know how bad of a look that is. One. I mean, I mean, probably about as bad as it look as they don't have any PlayStation Fives on store shelves. You're not going to let that go, are you? Absolutely not. It's you know what? It's, you know what? And here's why: because they constantly Man. came out and said Corona will have no effect on the amount of inventory we will have on the shelves. You know, well, to be what, fair, what, it's not Corona. It's, it's the 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 superconductors okay, or whatever they call them. Okay, the, the why semiconductors. Are having, why, why are we having why are we having semiconductor superconductor issues? Corona and, and, ev- the plant, and the plant burnt down. Okay, I don't know about I don't remember a plant burning down, but those same conductors are used everywhere. Mold everything. Yeah, including iPhones. So there could be a shortage in them. I mean, that, I I do remember you say something. Or you just said the factory burnt that. I do remember something about that, but I don't remember the details. But, I mean, yes. I mean, but you know, everybody was kind of like, okay, it, it you know, there's going to be supply won't meet demand, and Sony was like, nope, nope, we're good, we're good, we're good. Well, here we are, a year later, and you got to fight and scratch and pay five times what it's worth to get one. Yield, if you were to if you were to walk into Walmart right now. All I'll find is controllers. No, if you were to walk into Walmart right now and you saw a PlayStation Five on the shelf, yeah, are you buying it? For my buddy who's looking for one, yes. For me, no. That's that's gonna. I was gonna say that that's the funny thing is that yield at this point still, you know, even though he points out that there's a shortage of PlayStation Fives, still doesn't want to buy, buy one. Which is, I mean, which is valid. That's fine. If you if you don't want to spend the money right. yet, that's fine. And you're just looking out for a friend, you know. That's very nice of you. It's a good thing to do. Helping out the homies. But I yep. was going to point out that Yield wouldn't buy one anyway, so... No. No. Because I, I, there, there's no need for me to to upgrade yet. The only game coming out that makes me want to upgrade is Ratchet & Clank. Horizon has already been announced for... The what about f- Returnal? No. Had no desire to play Returnal. Okay. So, uh, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, but. Ra- so... See, Horizon was announced for the four as well. So was Kenya. So was Immortals: Phoenix Rising. If all Wait, of those, can a Bridge of Spirits is coming to the four? Yes. Yes. Wait, is if also God of War coming to four? The four? Yes. God of War two. Yes. So if all of those games would have been five exclusives, it would have made me upgrade sooner because I want to play those. But since you're going to put them out on the four. There's no reason for me to upgrade. 
And that's what I said Sony made a mistake by making some of these titles four and five. Because there's I don't need to upgrade. Thank you, PlayStation. So I, I gotta ask, is I don't think this was something they planned from the start. I think this is a reaction to them not being able to get out enough PlayStation 5s. Well, see, Kenya, Immortals, and Horizon, I know for a fact when they did their state of play and they came out and announced, hey, these are all games we're working on for the 5, then they came out later at, at, within that next week and went, oh, and did it like a, uh, you know, an article, press release, blog post, whatever, and was like, oh, they're also going to be available for the 4. Well, uh, to, all right, to be fair, though, the only game that you just said out of the three that's a Sony game is Horizon. The other two are third parties. So, so you can't hold them uh, accountable for it. But what about Deathloop? No, I'm still not sold on it yet. looks intriguing, but I'm not sold on it. Okay, I'm on, I'm on Games Radar right now just looking up uh, upcoming PlayStation 5 games. Uh, obviously, this is a little out of date, so just uh, bear with me if I mention something that was announced for the PlayStation 4 as well. You got the remake, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. No, uh, I'm, not, we got I'm the Ratch- not, not a big Final Fantasy VII guy. We got the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which we know is exclusive. Yeah. Little Devil, Little Devil Inside, which I've never I heard of. I haven't heard of. Uh, Kenya Bridge of Spirits. Looks fun. Uh, it's, Le- it's Kenna. Life. What did I it, say? It's, it's K-E-N-A. Yeah, what did I Kenya. say? You said... Kenya, Kenya is a country in Africa. Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, is the uh, game. Okay, Life is Strange, Two Colors. I'll have to wait and see uh, when I see more of it. Deathloop, uh, Back for Blood, Stray, which is the one, the weird one with the cat, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, there's three pages, so I'm going to page two now. Uh, Sifu. Okay, that one did look interesting at the state of play. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. That's both consoles. Solar Ash. That looked interesting. Uh, Far Cry 6, which I think is coming to the PS4 as well. Yeah. Uh, God of War 2 Ragnarok, which we do now prefer that's coming to the PlayStation 4. Yep. Uh, Open Roads. I don't think I've seen Uh, anything on that one. God of War, uh, excuse me, GTA 5, which has been on everything. The new Skyrim. Uh, Lord of Rings, uh, Lord of the Rings Golem, which I never even heard of. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, Rainbow Six Quarantine, uh, Goodbye Volcano High, which just looks like weird as hell. Uh, Gotham Knights. One well, haven't been sold on that one yet. Heavenly Bodies, which I'd never heard of. Quantum Error. Uh, let's see. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Uh, the Callisto Protocol, Hogwarts Legacy, Pragmata, and we're going to the final page now. Final Fantasy 16, which I don't think has officially been announced, has it? Um, oh, it says it says it's been officially confirmed and is set to be a PlayStation console exclusive that will come only to the PS5. I did not know that. Uh, season and Dying Light 2. Uh, apparently, there's an Indiana Jones game in the works. Uh, Bethesda did tease an Indiana game in a trailer a while ago. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. 
Uh, Ubisoft's open world Star Wars game, which I'm interested in. Uh, oh, here's one you forgot, Yield. Project 007. Oh, yeah, that was another game that... Uh, who's doing that one? Oh, uh, IO Interactive. I, right. Uh, we got Starfield. But yet, uh, although I am excited for a, a, a James Bond game, I'm excited for the fact that it's James Bond. I need to see things from it before I go, here's my money. Does that, right. does that make uh, sense? Absolutely. Uh, Elder Scrolls Six, which is now being rumored that it might not even come to PS5 anymore now that... Uh, Microsoft has bought Bethesda. Makes sense. Uh, Recompile. Dragon Age 4. Project Oxygen. Uh, a new Mass Effect game. Atomic Heart. GT Sport. And that's it. Yeah, see? There, there's not really anything that goes, I need to upgrade now. And But, right, but, well, but, but that's just me. Okay, well, how about the next story before we go into our topics of the week? Uh, Crisis Remastered Trilogy has been announced for fall 2021. This is coming from IGN and is written by Adam Bankhurst. Hold on, before before we move on to this, I do want to say about the whole PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4. Like, yes, it is nice that people can play on the, these games on the PlayStation 4 if they want to, but obviously the console, the preferred console to play them on is going to be the 5. So if you can get your hands on a 5, then you most well, likely we- are going to want to buy the 5 and play those games on the 5. Well, we, right, hold on. We, we hope so. Yield, hold on, okay. Yield, hold on a second. Let's stick a pin in this for now because this is going to be a large part of our conversation during our topics of the week. So I just want to save that conversation for that part. All right. All right. Uh, but going back, Crytek has announced the remasters of uh, Crisis 1, 2, and 3 and will be bundled together as the Crisis Remaster Trilogy in a standalone, and as standalone purchases in full 2021. Crytek shared the details of this new and enhanced collection that is being optimized in partnership with Saber Interactive, revealing that it will be available on PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and PC. All three games will play, quote, even smoother on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. Crisis Remastered was released in 2020 after delay due to mixed fan reaction leaked due to leaked footage of the game. Many reacted positively to the improved visuals, and it's safe to assume these new remasters will benefit from the troubles at first. In addition to the number of visual improvements, the first crisis is also included, quote, high-quality textures up to 8K, HDR support, temporal anti-alien... You know what? That's all uh, speak. Are you guys at all interested in uh, the Crisis remastered games? If, if not all three, which one are you interested in? So... I need to watch the trailers on these. I know that uh, when we were all with Sarcastic Gamer and even, you know, some of the video game websites that we are our stomping grounds now, a lot of people speak extremely highly of Crisis. I have never played them. But enough, but I've seen enough and I've heard enough people talk about, I think 2 is like the, their most favorite. I am intrigued enough to at least watch the trailers of them as we get closer to release and consider picking them up because, like I said, everybody says how awesome they are. All right, Alex? From my point of view, I mean, the Crisis games have always been... I remember, I don't know, I think it might have been the original Crisis. I can't remember which one it was, but it was almost like a Kill Zone 2. Like, after we first saw that first vid- footage, uh, footage with air quotes, of Kill Zone 2... 
people almost like shit their pants with how good it looked and people were like that with crisis like it was just a game that looked so good and really it seemed like that was its hook that it was just a a marvel of ingenuity and the growth of the video game industry that it just looks so fucking good so for me what i remember those games and hear about them was like man this game looks so good this shooter looks so awesome but it wasn't necessarily the hook was that was how good the game looked it wasn't the gameplay or it wasn't the story so i mean the game the games may play really well but from what i remember those games they were games that looked extremely good but like Killzone 2 couldn't necessarily live up to the own hype that they created all right ign uh provided a synopsis of each of the games in their review of crisis it says quote one of if not the most suddenly beautiful games we've ever seen but even beyond that it's a pretty fantastic shooter end quote in for Crisis 2, they said, quote, It plays well, encourages creative problem solving, and confidently delivers a series of escalating and changing encounters and scenarios that will push you to think in ways a few shooters have ever done in an era of increasingly funneled experiences, end quote. And for Crisis 3, they said, quote, It's a highly polished shooter experience that doesn't, do, doesn't so much reinvent the first-player shooter wheel as it gives it a slicker set of tires, end quote. Uh, yeah, I have to agree. You guys know I don't like first-person shooters, but this game looks fucking good. And I'm not talking about gameplay. I'm just talking, like, visually. Like, the, the amount of detail in the character is on, off the charts, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's how those games have always looked. It, they, that was kind of their selling point, was that how good they looked. I'm not saying yeah, the game... looked amazing. I'm not saying the gameplay's not good, but when that is the thing that... You know, because I can look at Ratchet & Clank, and I know the gameplay of Ratchet & Clank... And I can see how pretty it is. You know, I remember when Tools of Destruction came out, everyone's like, man, that looks like a Pixar movie. Like, I can play through a Pixar movie where there's, you know, a lot of big guns and I've got this galactic duo going all over space. But when your main selling point, and, and to be fair, like, I haven't given the games a chance. I haven't played them, so maybe I'm just shortchanging them. But when the games look that good and when everyone's just like, oh, man, these games are so pretty, if I can't immediately see, like, get hooked by the gameplay, which, you know, just being a shooter, like, I... I I don't really see the appeal of it because it's not something like Bioshock that even as a first-person shooter, like, that shit hooks me right away. With Crisis, it's like, okay, yeah, it looks really good, but what what behind the face of Crisis is going to hook me in? Okay. Uh, Yield, do you have any more final comments? Nope. All right. So... We're going to do things a little out of order. Uh, we're going to do our questions of the week before we get into our topic of the week. This way I know to cut back the topic of the week uh, if we run too long. So, Yield, I know you missed it, buddy. Time to check my social media. There we go. You feel better now? I just, I like uh, that. I, I think that you think he likes it more than he actually does. Like I think I think he gets a kick out of it, but you're like, oh man, this is Yield's favorite thing ever. Oh man, Yield's gonna be crying his well, eyes I, out if he doesn't I, hear this every week. Yield, do you cry your eyes out on the way the weeks I miss so you don't hear it? No. No. But I do enjoy okay. it. I enjoy it even more that that, that somebody else that, that there are certain people that like I hate that, and I'm like, oh, I love it even more. All right, so first question we're going to get uh, is coming from our Discord. Uh, Mr. Nitro, who is always trolling me, uh, says, Why is Rexy back a more legit gamer? 
So, Rexy back, I'll let you have the floor. Yeah, for those for those who don't know, that is me. That's me on Discord, Sonosaurus Rex, a.k.a. Rexy back, because I'm, I'm bringing Rexy back. Uh, can't bring Sexy back, but I can bring Rexy back. I Why am I a more, more legit gamer? I mean, I don't know. I guess that I would agree with that statement. Tricky, I know, would not agree with that, as we discussed on Rocket League Thursday's stream. But yeah, I mean, the fact that I knocked out Mike Tyson and the fact that you can look at my list of platinum trophies on the PlayStation Network and be like, man, that guy knows he knows his way around a PlayStation console. He is a veteran of the PlayStation consoles. Man, respect for that guy. Yield, do you have an answer for this? Uh, no, I'll let, I'll let Alex do this one because I'm in agreeing that... that was prob- Honestly, I would, I would say because he doesn't just uh, pump out platinums or games just to inflate his score he does it because he wants to do it yeah i mean there's there's plenty of of shitty games i could play out there to add trophies to my platinum count but i am genuinely proud of almost all of my platinums you know except for like the hitman goes which i played to help the team out in the trophy war but yeah i mean most of the games on there you could point to and say hey you prize platinum it's like yeah i put work in to get that it took skill it took talent it took effort so i'm proud of that and like Yield said, I don't just, like, I'm not out there playing games just because they're an easy platinum. I play games I want to play, and if I can get the platinum, I go after it. And if I can't get it, I can admit defeat and move on. But my, right. my there, biggest there goal, was... more so than inflating my platinum count, is to, you know, improve my completion percentage. I want to, you know, complete every game I can. Because I like my completion percentage. All right. All right, uh... Homer, I know you posted a question earlier in the day, and I cannot find it now. In what? Discord or? Uh, Facebook. I can't find his post. He may have deleted. Oh, nope. I got it now. Found it. Uh, He says, you think maybe the host of a trophy collecting podcast can refrain from bashing trophy collecting? Uh, Mr. Joseph Priestley said they would actually have to podcast about trophy collecting. Uh, JT says that won't happen, and uh, Dupe says this made my drink come out of my nose. Well played, and Homer says I do what I can. So, this is obviously in response to last week's show where Alex and Stephen kind of poo pooed on trophy collecting. So, Alex, again, I will give you the four. I mean, if you want to play PlayStation Gate, first of all, Homer listens to the show. Please. Yield, you're, you're welcome to correct me if you, if you want to, if I'm wrong about this, but it does not seem like Homer himself is big into trophy collecting. Am I correct? Uh, yes, he is not as big into it as, like, I am. So, I don't know. I think that if that's what you want to do, if you're if you want to, you know, go out and get, you know, five new Platinums a month, you if you're really going on that trophy grind, that's fine. That's not the way I really want to play games anymore, like... You know, I've been playing Pokemon, new Pokemon Snap for a month now, and I'm still not done with the game. So, I mean, at this point in my life, I ain't got time to sit here and, you know, just play games for the sake of getting trophies. And I'm going to be honest with you. If I... How am I going to put this? I Yes, no, I don't care. There's one time when I really cared about getting trophies and being like, yeah, I'm a trophy hunter, I'm a trophy whore, blah, blah, blah. That's not me anymore. Like, I still enjoy playing PlayStation games, and I will still go after trophies in, in my favorite games and games that I enjoy playing. I'm just not down with the trophy collection because it, 
I don't know. It, along the way, it lose it lost its edge. It, like with and Sid has gone through this. It just doesn't become fun anymore to play games just for the sake of trophies. And I will say that all of those people commenting still listen to the show, even though we don't talk about trophies all that much. Fair to say. Fair to say. I, I, yeah. I also think it's fair to say that while the name implies that we are, uh, you know, going after trophies, it's been a long time since Trophy Horrors was a trophy hunting podcast. We have morphed into a, a general PlayStation show uh, that just has a very unique and, in my opinion, great name. So, uh, obviously, like, it's... Okay, I hope everybody's sitting down because I'm actually going to agree with Alex. Playing a game solely for the trophies does lose its edge. It, it doesn't get fun. But in times of, like, My Name is Mayo, where it's just funny that I've pressed X 10,000 times to get a platinum, those type of things are why I like trophy hunting. Just the, you know, the silliness of it. But to grind out like Alex did for, what is it, Warhammer? Hell, Hell Divers. Hell Divers. That would drive me absolutely fucking bonkers. And Alex, I give you credit for it. I give you shit about it, but I give you credit for it that you stuck out that long because I don't think I could have done that. And Yield, you were just fucking batshit crazy if you're going to do well, it yourself. Well, here's the thing. Like, well, also, I will point out that you even pointed out yourself. You don't have the tr- the platinum trophy in The Last of Us. Right. I don't have the because I refuse to go back and play that game on Crushing or whatever it is, Survivor. So, I mean, and oh, I, I do want to point I'll out to play people it also. that do you honestly, like, yes, maybe like a trophy tip section or something like that, or, hey, this is a really cool trophy, or, like, this is a really easy platinum or something like that. You know, maybe there is, you know, a need for that in a podcast like this. But do you really want us to spend an hour, a half an hour talking just about trophies? Like, hey, here's a trophy list for this game. Do you know how boring of a podcast podcast that would be? Like, Especially if, especially if the listener doesn't have any interest in that game. Yeah, I mean, I think that a general PlayStation podcast is much better than a podcast that just talks about trophies because that would get really boring. Now, Sid would, you know, he would go through a trophy list and, like, remark on trophies. And, you know, Sid did a really good job with that. And I think that, you know, giving a little bit of time to Sid and, you know, especially in honor, you know, doing Sophie's trophies in honor of Sophie, like, I think that was a great thing. That I, And I really actually missed that segment. But it... To me, doing an entire show around trophies, especially with us having to, you know, constantly play and buy games, because that's a, a common Sid made. Sid's like, I just can't keep up with, you know, always have a new game to talk about, a new trophy list to talk about, because it costs too much money. The amount of money that it would cost us to do an entire show on trophies would be insane. Like, to keep up with everything, other, you know, I, I don't know. I just think an entire podcast or even half a podcast just solely going over trophies is boring as fuck. And I think people come here to listen, maybe for news to some degree. I think most people probably see the news before we talk about it. I think they come for the banter and our personalities. No one's going to come here and listen to a show where we're just boring as hell, Elmer's glue, dry as, as, as glue, talking about trophies. I mean, that's not entertaining radio. But that it's so boring just to sit and talk about trophies. So, so... I have known, because I record with Alex every week, that Alex has is not the trophy hunter that he once was. Um, I was not on the show last week, so I did not hear the uh, conversation that ensued. 
So I can't comment other than I know Alex is not the trophy hunter that he once was. Um, everybody knows well, my everybody knows my take is that you know if if I can get the platinum, I will. Otherwise, I'll get as many trophies as I can before I move on. All right, yield. Hold on one second. Okay. Because uh, as Alex does when he edits a show, he generally puts a clip at the start of the show. So yield. This was the start of last week's show, and it kind of knocks out. Uh, the, the the premise of the whole conversation. Imagine playing a game all the way through and having your dick kicked in over and over again with emotion, and then you get eight percent of the trophies. Imagine. You are listening to Trophy Horn. So you'll that's premise of the conversation. Gotcha. Well, all I can say is I'm not surprised. Let let me offer this to the listeners. If you guys do want more trophy chatter on this show. What is he offering? Tricky, can you hear me? Now we can. This this episode of Trophy Horror is brought to you by <laughs> Fuck AT&T's internet. I'm um, sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but that oh was funny. Oh my god. That was just perfect timing. Can you hear me? Yeah. This, gone. God, AT&T <laughs> has the worst fucking internet. Fuck you, AT&T. <laughs> Absolute dipshit. <laughs> Fuck you and your shit. It's so service. funny because you said, Can you hear me? And then you started going deep into it and just like died. This episode of Trophy Horse is brought to you by Fuck ATT. ATT go fuck itself. For my shit internet connection that I pay for. Uh. Ass bags. Fuck. <laughs> so, I mean, I wanted to throw this out there before I went on my tirade against ATT. Did I mention fuck ATT? I hope someone who works for ATT is fucking listening to this. Fuck your company. Um, this is so good at the start of the show. Good. So everyone can know up front that AT&T can go fuck itself with its shit internet service. Just turn that internet <laughs> service sideways and fuck yourself with it. So I want to throw to the listeners. Tell us like, how you really feel. Granted, I don't think an entire show or, you know, half a show about trophies. Like, I don't think just list, listing out trophies and discussing them is a a great show. Like, it's not a good radio show. It's not something people want to listen to. But if you all do want us to incorporate trophies more into this podcast you know jt joe homer if you guys actually want that then tell us like what's a good way that we can add trophies into this show that you all want to hear about that's enjoyable for you guys you know and you know we're not going to sit here and spend an hour talking about them like what's what's a good way for you all that you all would like to hear us incorporate them into the show so i mean that's that's a way that obviously we want you guys feedback so please after you hear the show go you know uh, comment on the Facebook thread and just let us know how we can incorporate trophies. I will say that one of the things, you know, like Sid, I don't want to constantly just have to buy games to sit here and talk about trophies on the show. So obviously, you know, if I'm playing a game on the Switch, I'm not going to be talking about trophies. But if we can, you know, incorporate trophies more so in the show, please let us know how we can do that. Uh, next question uh, in the question thread. Uh, Joseph Pusey says, what are your E3 predictions? Um, I talked to Alex earlier, and I actually totally forgot next week was E3. Is it uh, really? Yield. Yeah. Is that still a thing? It's still a thing. I mean, they're doing it virtually, and we don't know that Sony is doing anything for it. So we don't have E3 predictions this year because we don't know if Sony's doing a show or not. Which I mean, is, Sony has dis- I have to Sony's assume. distanced itself from E3 in recent years. So I don't really think there's any need for us to do predictions for that. 
I mean, we may be able to do predictions about like Tokyo Game Show or not something like that. Or, you know, maybe at the beginning of the year we can do state of play predictions like, hey, what are they going to focus on in the state of play this, this year? But recently, you know, they just did the Horizon state of play. They did a Ratchet and Clank one before that. I don't really think they have much else to show off. Like they've done a pretty good job of showing us what the roadmap is for, you know, the next couple of years for the PlayStation brand. You know, what what more could they show you at E3, especially in some digital conference? They've already done that with their state of play. So, and they got all that stuff out there about Horizon before being part of, you know, a giant clusterfuck of information that is E3. So, they don't have to compete with EA, Microsoft, Nintendo, they don't have to compete with Activision. They got, you know, almost 15 minutes of gameplay for Horizon out there, so that's exactly what they needed. The next question is coming from Josie Pussy again. Uh, it says, is the PS5 worth buying when Sony keeps delaying games to put them on the PlayStation 4? I understand they don't want to leave the PlayStation 4 players, but they need truly to care of the people that bought into the next-gen consoles and support them with truly next-gen offering. Joe, I'm going to put a pin in that because, again, we're going to address all this in our topic of the week. So we get all, you'll get your answer later in the show. Uh, Jorge, which I'm hoping I'm pronouncing correctly, and it's not just George. Uh, he says, will PlayStation fall into obscurity? Yield? Will they fall into obscurity? Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say. I'm not going to say in the recent future they're not going to. Or in, the, in, the, in the foreseeable future, they will not uh, fall into obscurity. Will they at some point? It all depends on what they do with their business model. If they go back to their early PlayStation 2 days where you need to buy a second or have a second job to buy our console, I'm more than like. That was PS3. Okay, PS3. Then absolutely. Um, but for the foreseeable future, I think that they're that they're okay. Unless Microsoft continues to throw out the heavy heavy punches. But I, I mean, right. as I've talked about recently, I don't think Microsoft is competing in the same way that Sony is. They've kind of found their own niche. And Sony's kind of, you know, at, they're not as in direct competition as Sony as they with Sony as they used to be in the past. They've kind of got different business models going on. You think about companies like Atari, and Atari is, you know, kind of a distant memory. There's not really, like, a whole lot. I mean, people have fond memories of Atari, but at this point, Atari is, you know, it's just kind of something like, hey, remember when Atari was at this, and, you know, remember when Atari put this game out? There's not really much going on with Atari these days. And then you've got Sega, like, Sega isn't necessarily, I would say, an obscurity, but, you know, jumping from, hey, we make video game consoles to going to, like, just making games for other people, Sega doesn't have as much, obviously, cash as they used to have. They're not as, you know, much of a, they've kind of been supplanted by Microsoft, and when you think about video game makers. So Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft obviously are, are, you know, huge in the video as like platform owners but then you've got like ea's activision like i think the people think of ea activision ubisoft bethesda 2k before they even think about sega so at some point you know aside from nintendo a lot of the old game makers have kind of fallen by the wayside more so in the case of atari than with capcom but will sony fall into obscurity maybe in the far distant future depending on how the video game industry changes and you know how the business focus of Sony changes, but I think for now they, they're pretty safe because Nintendo is not directly competing with them. Microsoft has got a different business model than Sony. So I think for right now and just seeing the sales, 
uh, the record-breaking sales of the PS5, and, you know, the hope that they will eventually get more PS5s out and they will continue to grow their base. Sony's safe. Sony's pretty good for right now. All right. Uh, I don't think they're going to fall into obscurity. I think it's, uh, it's kind of like what Yields was saying. As long as they maintain, I think they're always going to be relevant. All right. Uh, dupes comes with, it says, with all the strange, in my opinion, remakes, remasters of games from previous gens, is there a series or game you want remaking? Joseph Priestley said Parasite Eve. Uh, dupes has said great shout out. He says he would also like to see a Chrono Trigger remake. So, Alex, is there a game or series that you want to see be remade? I'd like to see a remake of Twisted Metal Black. Okay. Yield your answer. Uh, Legacy of Kane. All right. And I am going to give two answers. I'm going to give either a SOCOM or an Infamous. All right. I mean, and there, but there have been recent Infamous games. Do you? I don't know. Like, do you think that the the last Infamous game was at the launch of the PlayStation Four? But wasn't there? A, there wasn't there a, any like an extension of that universe? I don't know what to call it. Like uh, there, something there was like, a, something light. A, what was it? Yeah, First Light was a spinoff, but that came, uh, I think, less than six months after the release. Because Second Son was the game that came out. That you're talking about, right? Recently, PlayStation Four, and then Infamous First Light was uh, came out. I know it was less than a year, but I think it was like six to seven months after the release of Second Son. So, are you just looking for like a follow up to Second Son, or do you want like a remake of the the first game with Cole? I, I'd actually take either one. I'd like a if they, if they remaster the Infamous series for the PlayStation Five, or you know, continue the story, or if you're going to reboot it, reboot it. I mean. But the infamous games, I, I think all of us would agree, are fun games. And they I've are. always enjoyed the SOCOM games as well, so I'd like to see that as well. I also want to throw out there that I would like to see, and maybe not a remake, but maybe a remake or a, a reimagining of a game ser- a fighting game series like Bloody Roar. Because I don't know if you remember Bloody Roar, but back in the, the PlayStation days, and, you know, it kind of didn't really... Really cool concept. They, it w- they had some games on the PS2 and the GameCube that were they were kind of fun but the, the game series just never took off even on the ps1 so when by the time it got to the ps2 and the gamecube it, it wasn't just it wasn't happening it was it was on its last legs but do you all remember bloody roar at all? no no it was the fighting game where you could turn into animals and i'm not talking about animalities in mortal Kombat. i'm talking about you built up a bar and you could turn into like a wolf a tiger a chameleon a gorilla nobody remembers this from the original playstation no. No, I don't remember this. I really didn't have very many original PlayStation games. I was still fully into uh, Nintendo. My brother kind Yield, of dabbled Yield was the late to adopt one. even back then. Yes. So, yeah, Bloody Roar was just a, a 3D fighting game. Think of something like Soul Blade, where you could build up a ball. You started as a human being, but each human being had an alter ego, which was an animal, that you could turn into, and obviously you could use that to overpower your opponent. It was a good idea, just really kind of not poor, but just mediocre execution, and the series just eventually died. I would like to see that series make a comeback and be done justice because the idea was really nice. All right. And Corey uh, comes with the last question and says, should trophy horrors be changed to the division horrors? 
In which Nitro said no because they don't talk about the division 24-7. And we don't. And I know Nitro is saying that to troll, but we don't talk about the division 24-7. I think division, unless you guys are mocking me about it, never really gets mentioned on the show. And Joseph Priestley has said they're just trolling me. So thank you for all the questions. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, yield. One, two, three, four, or five. One. This portion of the show is brought to you by Amazon. If you could and would, please stop by Proven Gamer first and click on any Amazon link and continue with your normal shopping. It doesn't cost you anything extra and helps out the site tremendously. All right, so two things here, Yield, because uh, Alex has stepped away from the mic because I stepped away from the mic and now we're back. Uh, a little behind the scenes. Uh, on my phone, there is uh, two more replies, uh, including one from you, uh, to Homer's question about us not talk about uh, trophies on the show. Levi has said, there's one thing that really makes me scratch my head about trophy horrors. We read off a trophy count and then go into a conversational podcast mode and never speak of trophies again. If I had operational jurisdiction, I'd change the name and drop that tof- trophy count section. Uh, so I'm going to reply by saying uh, the trophy count has always been a staple of the show and that's never going anywhere. I, I think it's it's fun way to to connect with our community and say, hey, listen, we got this many trophies. See if you can catch us and beat us. So that's why I've, I've always said. Uh, how do you feel about the trophy count session, Yield? I'm fine with it. 10 4. Uh, and to be honest, like it's not that we don't talk about trophies. It's just that we've gotten more PlayStation centric, as you know, as you guys know, and we've already said. Uh, but as Alex said earlier in the show, if you guys want us to talk about certain trophies, uh, just let us know and we'll talk about them. Uh, but in honor of, uh, I think, and I'm not exactly accurate, of the five-year anniversary of our first Sophie's Trophy, uh, I thought, Yield, we should uh, talk about the trophies in Knockout City. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through all the trophies as fast as I can, but... As I tell you what the trophy is and how to obtain it, uh, I think we could talk about how easy or difficult that may be, seeing that you know we're both playing Knockout City quite a bit. Well, Sound good. I don't know about you, but you, you just I, I have to do that. I, I, I know I am, and I know a couple of other people are. Uh, you just had to do that dig. Hey, you you tee yourself up. Someone's gonna drive you. All right, so the first trophy, obviously, is the Platinum Trophy for the completionist. Unlock all the other trophies. It's pretty self-explanatory. The next one is Welcome to KO City, and that's earning 50,000 XP. That's on top of the Well on Your Way, which is earning 100,000, and Welcome to the Big Leagues, which is 250,000 XP. Uh, that seems pretty obtainable, right? Well, yeah, I've already gotten the 100,000 trophy just the other day in about a week, so... So it doesn't seem too difficult. No. Uh Tag team victory win 10 matches while grouped with a friend. That doesn't seem too hard. Uh, there's squad up, which, which is play 30 matches while grouped with a friend. Uh, make it waves win five matches while grouped with a crewmate. Uh, those don't seem too hard to get. Glug Glug use five energy drinks. Can you tell us what an energy drink is yield? So basically, it's like an XP boost. But it, and they've got like, uh, you know, be grouped up with a crewmate for. You know, so like if you're grouped up with a crewmate, you'll get 500% more XP. If you KO finish people with 
a lob shot or a curve shot, you get 500 more XP. There, there's certain stipulations to it, but basically it's an XP boost for an hour. 10-4. True Brawler, play 100 matches, pretty self-explanatory. Knockout Master, score 1,000 KOs, pretty self-explanatory. Most Valuable Player, be the MVP of a three- or four-player team five times. Now, I think it's worth uh, you'll explaining how you become the MVP because it's not typically getting the most KOs. It has to do with your uh, KD, right? Yeah, from, from what the Brain76 said from their... Uh from the from the Discord channel because he asked them because we were confused sometimes because sometimes you'd have the most KOs but you you know you weren't MVP um, it, it's I think mainly based on your kill to death ratio but I don't think that's entirely true because I've been MVP and had a lower kill to death ratio than somebody else so I don't know what all is entire entails. But um, I think that kill-to-death ratio is a big part of it. All right. Star on the Rise, which is when 30 matches. Pretty self-explanatory. Catch-O-Matic, catch 1,000 dodgeballs. Point guard, score 1,000 KO assists. Obviously, that's hitting somebody one time and somebody else finishing them off. Uh, boom goes to Dynamite, score 100 KO finishes with ultimate throws. Uh, ultimate throws is basically when you hold down the the R2 button before releasing it until it's uh, at full capacity and then that releasing that's an ultimate throw uh, rolling around the city travel 1000 kilometers in bull form uh, that's pretty self explanatory overwhelming victory win 10 rounds with 5 times the opponent's score so obviously you could have to win at least a 10 to 2 Yes. to get that or uh, if or, it's well you have to. I think you have to win the match two times more. So, yeah, basically, if you win both matches ten to two, you're a lock. Okay. Uh, invincible. Win a match without being KO'd. Pretty self-explanatory. Although I think that'd be rather difficult to get because eventually you're going to be KO'd in one of the matches unless you're really, really damn good. Or, or you get really, really damn lucky because I got it last night. Did you really? I got no. So get this. So two more down. There's uh, the one about the passing. Right. So re- read that one. Well, okay, we'll get to that one. Okay. Uh, but unstoppable is score 10 KOs without being KO'd. And then the one Yield is referring to, passing prodigy, which is win a match without throwing a single dodgeball. Passing is allowed. Okay. So to win a match, you have to win two of three rounds, right? Correct. So we entered a game last night, me, the Brain76, and Nitro. And when the game loaded, it was two on three. Now, there is a chance that somebody does end up, they end up dumping a third guy in there. So it was two versus three. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try for the pass trophy. So I did. And we won the first match. Roll into the second one. We won the second rat match. And I did not realize I got the invincible and the pass trophy at the same time. Sounds good. I, I did not die. Now, granted, it is hard. And the the one game, the first game, I got hit with a dodgeball. So I only had one life left. And I was able to catch or basically dodge and run away and just kept passing my teammates dodgeballs every time I could and didn't get in, didn't really get aggressively into the fray. And I was able to get it. And then I think Nitro ended up getting it 
three games later, he got invincible, and he was the exact opposite. He was aggressive, and he was in in on the fights and didn't die. So it all it just all depends on who you get team or who you're either who is with with your team and who you end up against. So. All right, moving on. We got walk-in closet. Win 10 matches with unique outfits. Pretty self-explanatory. Fashion statement. Win a match while having an uncommon or rare accessory equipped in each slot. Pretty self-explanatory. Fancy duds. Win a match while having a legendary outfit equipped. Self-explanatory. All these are going to be self-explanatory. Style and the profile. Win matches with each style of outfit. Leg and Derry win a match while having five or more legendary accessories equipped. Fashionista win matches with 20 outfit and or glove styles. Uh, Optomendry win a match while having legendary glasses equipped. Fisticuffs win a match while having legendary gloves equipped. It's a bird, it's a plane, win a match while having a legendary glider equipped. And then uh, Yield, I'm going to have you explain this again for these next two. Okay. Uh, Daily Doer, which is complete 100 daily contracts. And Crew Completer, which is complete 30 crew contracts. And then we have Event Evangelist, which is complete 5 event contracts. Seasonal se- Sensational Season, which is complete 5 season contracts. Uh, so why don't you explain what the contracts are? Okay. So I'm not really sure about the event ones, but all the other ones, um, that's how you earn. I mean, you earn XP from doing your individual matches, but you don't really get a lot. Your contracts is where you get like, um, you know, they'll have you, uh, you know, you start off, catch 20 balls. And then when you do that, you get so much XP and then it rolls over and it adds catch 50, then catch 100, and then so on and so forth. And then every time it goes up, you get more XP when you complete it. Uh, For your crew ones, it might be like, Play 50 games in this season with your crew. You know, so as long as you've got one more crewmate, as long as you play 50 matches together, you'll get, you and your crewmate will get that XP. So that that's what the contracts are. It's just bigger ways to earn XP. All right. Next one is True Talent. Complete the first five training levels. Pretty self-explanatory. Career Brawler, which is complete 100 contracts. I just I assume that's for, you know, whether it's daily crew event or seasonal. Correct. Uh, no escape. Throw a cage player off the map, which actually fucking happens to me, and I'm pissed off about that. <laughs> uh, blast off. KO two opponents with a single bomb ball. That's the one we were having confusion with the other night because we were throwing nukes, and I, I got the... Uh, the four KO and it didn't give you the trophy. It has to be a single bomb ball. Well, see, high score. Oh, yeah. okay, the bomb ball. Okay, right, I, 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 I was gonna say I, I got a triple last night that we were playing uh, Team KO, and I got a triple last night, and I didn't get the trophy. So it's got to be a, a single bomb ball. A single bomb ball. Man, I almost had that last night too because I, I knocked one out and damaged the other one. <laughs> High score. Score three hits with the multi-ball in quick succession. Uh, Catching bullets, which uh, yield your little jealous that I have. Catch a sniper shot. Yeah, I I have not been able to do that. But my catching, I I don't know what happened. I'm god-awful at catching. Not going to lie. 
not very good. All of a sudden, last night and what little I played today, it's like the light bulb went off. And I'm like, catch, 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 catch. So yeah, I, I, it's all it's I, all about timing. I, I, I don't know what happened, but yay me, because I started, I started figuring out how to catch more regularly than I was before. All right. Next one, uh, one small step for man. Be airborne for 30 seconds straight while holding a moon ball. That's actually pretty easy. You can do that in training. We're not okay. training. You can do that in your hideout. Sorry, let me be more specific. Uh, you shall not pass in rooftop rubble. KO finish three players without leaving the bridge. So obviously there's a bridge. You have to KO three players without leaving the bridge. Yeah, uh, it works out great when you have teammates. Uh, Wreckham in concussion yards. KO finishing the point while riding a wrecking ball. That is glitchy. And we haven't quite figured it out yet. Um, I KO'd a guy. A guy had one. You got two lives for those of you who haven't played it. You've got, you got two hits. You can get hit with two dodgeballs before you are out unless you get hit with a ultimate throw by a ball form teammate. Um, so I was standing on the wrecking ball and I took out two guys that had one life left. And I didn't get the trophy to pop. Uh, we threw a, a nuke off of a, you know, I was standing on top of it, and I threw the Brain 76 off of it as a nuke. He took out a guy, didn't get the, or no, he threw me off, didn't get the trophy. Um, I ended up getting it. I threw a dodgeball at a guy. He had two lives left. I hit him, and it bounced him over the wall, and he fell to his death. So, so that was his second hit. And I got the trophy. So, boy, y'all I, are I, y'all are about to put me to sleep for all this all this pandering you're doing. So all I, right, I, 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 don't, I don't really know. All right, let, let's move on because we are getting a little long winded here. Uh, hit and run in knockout roundabout. Ko finished an opponent while riding the car. Uh, check it out the trash in Galaxy Burger. Finish Ko finished an opponent with a trash shoot. Asa Luego in back alley brawl. Avoid a thrown dodgeball by entering a tube. Get off my lawn, which is in the hideout. Tackle the target dummy off the roof. Pendulum in concussion yard. Ride the wrecking ball for 15 seconds straight. Earning miles in rooftop rubble. Glide from bandstand to the, to the gardens. Traffic circle in knockabout roundabout. Ride a car all the way around. Garbage disposal in Galaxy Burger, fall through a trash chute. And the last one, dangerous delivery, which is in back alley brawl, throw a ticking bomb ball into a tube. So there you go. There you go. All for right, the trophy so fans for, out there, there you go. So for everybody that says we don't talk about trophies, uh, in the words of DX, I got two words for you. Suck it. Listen up. All right. So. Let's try to get through the top of the week because I didn't wait. Wait, hold on. You didn't ask that. all the questions. I did. No, you didn't. What didn't I ask? On did the Facebook post you didn't ask Gareth's question. Roberto's Robert asked a question. Phil asked a question. Homer asked two questions. Not... Okay, hold on. Yeah, the, the, there ended up being two threads. There was, there was the one that Homer st- or there was Homer's. There was, uh, and then there was the one that Tricky threads. started. Yeah, and then there was the one that Tricky started. Yeah, I, 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 I'm legitimately looking. The last one you asked was um, Corey's question about should Trophy Horse be changed to Division Horse? But okay, that okay, they were not showing up on my phone. I apologize. Let me go into the questions here. Garrett says, 
What do you think the chances are of Sony coming up with something in the portable market again, given the, the success Nintendo has experienced with the Switch? Uh, I would say never say never, but Sony shouldn't do it because Sony does not back their handhelds or handheld-type properties well. Okay. I think Sony learned his lesson with the PS and the, and the uh, Vita, <sighs> or the PSP and the Vita. They're... They don't want no part of the handheld market, especially not with mobile games doing as well as they are. Nintendo, as we saw, they've stopped production of the 3DS. They're they're focusing on the Switch, which, yes, is kind of a handheld console, but it's also like a dual handheld and home like console. So that's probably all they're going to do as far as handheld stuff goes. Um, so I don't even think Nintendo wants to be part of that market. They're, you know, they will give you the ability to play on the go, but also it's a home console itself, I guess, except for the... The Switch Lite, which, why the fuck would you want to buy that console? So, yeah, I don't, I don't think Sony nor Nintendo wants any part of that market. All right. Roberto says, can Geico really save you 15% or more at your insurance? Sure. I mean, why not? All right. Uh, he goes on to say, if the Samsung, Samsung Waifu was real, would you take her on a date? Well, I have no idea what they're talking about. I, I have I have a girlfriend, so no. The answer to that is no, I would not. No. Alright, Robert Workman says, what are you expecting from Nintendo at E3? Zelda. Uh, more bullshit. Lots of Zelda. More bullshit. Breath of, Breath of the more Wild bullshit. 2 is probably going to be their big thing. Uh, they'll show off Splatoon 3. I hope to see more about the Zelda anniversary. Uh, we need a Zelda anniversary collection, but I would say Splatoon and Zelda are going to be the biggest things. Hopefully a new Donkey Kong game. That'd be good. All right. Oh, they'll uh, also show off one of the new characters for Super Smash Brothers. There's only two remaining slots, so they'll show off one, if not two of those. All right. Uh, Levi just posted a, if you guys didn't, don't see it by now, Levi just posted a Be Legit update. Uh, he will be on the show next week, but it says that Tricky's firmly in third place. Uh, Phil says... When are the Trophy Whores going to do a crossover with the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast? We can call it the Trophy Throwbacks, the Turnbuckle Trophies. Um, that is planned, Phil. I know you listen to the show. Uh, Phil is a friend of mine who I know through a co-worker who they do a fantastic uh, wrestling podcast. You should go check them out. Again, they are the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Uh, they are live on Facebook every fr- uh, live on Facebook every Friday. I want to say 9 p.m. They do a fantastic show. Uh, but go join their group. Obviously, if you get check, find this thread in our group, you can just click on them, and it'll bring it to their group. And then Homer. Uh, Homer, unfortunately, because of time restraints, I'm going to save these two questions for next week. Because, uh, one, we need time to think about it, and uh, two... For both these questions, you're asking us to name three things, which could be a little bit difficult to do. But, Homer, don't fret. You know, I love you, but we're going to move on See, and save those for next y'all week. y'all want to jump on me for not caring as much about trophies, but yet Tricky tried to skip over a huge section of listener questions. And I'm here to defend our listeners and their their uh, their community building, their their voice and their uh, their opinions, their wants, their needs. I'm here to defend the community and make sure their voices and their questions are heard. To be fair, my phone did not display the question, so yes. You think that I the did. 20 minutes you spent on the pot, you could have read. I'm some... taking that out of the show. Thank you for 
bringing that back up. <laughs> this is just so you just leave it in the show. We everybody hey, listeners, poops, Tricky. Everybody poops. Listeners, I had to go take a dump. But I'm sure they can infer that from what I said. But it, it, it's it's I, I find it ironic that uh, Alex yells at me because I pee too fast, but I poop too long. Telling you, man, just get a just get a toilet right next to your your chair there by the by the. Our topic of the week is coming from IGN and is written by Adam Bankhurst. Uh, first article, uh, not really much to say that we haven't already said on the show, but God of War two, uh, uh, right now codenamed Ragnarok has been delayed until 2022. Uh, they are holding back the game. Uh, it says quote. So we have two very. Uh, this is coming from Herman Holst. Uh, quote. So we have two, currently two very big, very data-driven games in development, Horizon Forbidden West and the next God of War. And for both of those, we are frankly affected by the access to performance, capture, and talent. For Horizon, we think we are on track to release this holiday season, but that isn't quite certain yet, and we're working hard. It's hard to confirm that soon as possible. And for God of War, the project started a little later. So we made the decision to push that game out until next year to ensure Santa Monica Studio can deliver the amazing God of War game that we all want to play. With these things, something's got to give. It cannot be the quality of our titles, and it surely won't be the health or well-being of our amazing team. End quote. So, uh, that is what's being said. Now, obviously, we mentioned in the show that both um, the new Gran Turismo and God of War are coming to the PlayStation 4 as well as they were previously announced to be PlayStation 5 exclusive games. So, uh, my question to you two gentlemen, and then I have to step away again because my stomach is rumbling. Uh, how do you guys feel about games that are for the PlayStation 5 also now coming to the PlayStation 4? Do you feel that there needs to be the separation in the fact that you need to reward the players, as Joseph uh, Priestley said earlier in his question, to reward the people that have supported you new next-gen consoles. But, again, it's also important to, you know, appease the fans that have supported you to get to that far. So how do you guys feel about games, uh, PlayStation 5 exclusive games now being announced for PlayStation 4 as well? Alex, we'll start with you, sir. So, I will first, uh, Tricky, let me, before you go, let me ask you. Sure. Do you know why the next God of War game is likely going to be called Ragnarok, or is at least codenamed Ragnarok? I do. Do you want me to reveal that? All right. If you haven't finished God of War 2018, don't listen. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Yeah. You dead? Well, you could just say that the ending of God of War is the first step to Ragnarok. Yes. Uh, yield. I. Uh, I know you haven't played the game. I know you don't really have an interest in God of War, but are you interested in playing this God of War? No. So you're never going to play this? Probably not. So, so you, don't, you don't care that we're about to spoil the shit out of this? No. All right, so okay, again, if you skipped ahead, here's the spoiler. The first sign of Ragnarok in Norse mythology is the death or the murder of Baldur. Correct. So that is why it's likely... Uh, there's more to it than just that. There's things that follow, but that is likely why Ragnarok is the code name. So, right. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Now I leave it to you, gentlemen. Uh, how do you guys feel about the exclusive PlayStation Five games now being announced for PlayStation Four? Because obviously, this has happened with 
uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. This has happened with Horizon. It's now happened with God of War. Um, the only ex- PS5 exclusive games that I know of right now are Ratchet and Clank and Returnal. Everything else is now being said it's coming to the PlayStation well, 4. Aside from, so like, I leave the conversation. Godfall and what, Demon Souls Remastered? Or Dark Souls Remastered? Yeah, but weren't, Souls, yeah. weren't... Wasn't Demon Souls Remastered actually on PlayStation 4? Or Demon Souls was on PlayStation 4? I can't remember. I'll have to look that up. I, I know they remastered some of the Dark Souls games, but I thought the Demon Souls Remastered was exclusive to 5. That, that may be true. I may be confusing the two. All right. Conversation to yours, gentlemen. So... Like, as I said earlier, I think that part of the decision to for Sony to bring these games to the fore, you know, maybe, you know, Miles Morales obviously was a decision they made ahead of time. Maybe Horizon was also a decision they made ahead of time. But something like God of War, the game isn't coming out till 2022. I think that after seeing the impact that the pandemic had on, you know, PlayStation, 4, PlayStation 5 production, and, you know, yes... You know, they Sony has always had trouble filling demand for their console. You know, in the early in the months since that uh, follow the release of the console, we're now you know how long after the release of the console? The, you know, the console came out what November, I believe, and we're here eight months later, and you can't find a PlayStation Five anywhere still. So I think that Sony is making the decision to port put more and more of these games on the last gen console or at least a few of them, a few of the bigger games, because they can't literally put out PlayStation 5s to people who want to buy them. And, you know, when you buy, if you wait long enough to buy a new generation console, like say you wait two years to buy a PlayStation 5, think about how many games come out in that time. And are you really going to go back and play all those games in that time? So rather than lose sales for certain software, you know, because people say, well, I bought a PlayStation 5 two years later, I'm going to you know, maybe, maybe go back and play a few games, but for the most part, I have to start hit the ground running by playing the newer games, and if some other games fall by the wayside, that just happens because they're, you know, they're older and I would rather play newer games. This way, by putting these games on the 4, you allow people you know, to play some of your biggest games that you know, they can't actually play because they can't buy a PlayStation 5. So, well, yes, it's, you know, if you're a PlayStation 5 owner, you... Maybe like, well, you know, I thought the PlayStation 5 was going to be get all these exclusives and, you know, that's the reason I bought the console because, you know, this is the only place you can play God of War 2. This is the only place you can play Horizon Forbidden West. And maybe your little myth that, oh, PlayStation 4 owners are going to be able to play it. What I would say to you is, is that you bought a, a fully operational console that can play these games better the best version of these games and yes there are still you know there are other games that are exclusive to that console but yes you give you gave up your money to have a playstation 5 and that's exactly what you got a more capable better console than the playstation 4 that will play better version of these games than the playstation 4 can play so you know and you got people arguing that oh you know we talked about last week that oh a newer version of the console might be coming out and people who bought it at first are going to feel cheated and slighted I don't know why, because you all bought a console and you got exactly what Sony told you you were going to get in that console. You got a fully operational console for the money that you paid for it. It plays PlayStation 5 games. It's a really great console. So the fact that you were complaining about a potential upgrade and you feel slighted because you bought it first, you were an early adopter. You bought a console. You got that console. I don't know what you're complaining about. All right. A little off topic, but I, I think that... Sony is trying to lessen the blow of not having as many PlayStation 5s out there by making more games available for the 4. And like I said, 
Miles Morales obviously was a conscious decision before the pandemic. Um, Horizon maybe as well, but I think that for the you know for God of War, just now hearing that this is going to come out into the PlayStation Four because this is recent news, I think that was a decision Sony made as kind of an audible saying, all right, well we can't get PlayStation Fives out, and who knows how long this is going to last. So let's make you know make it so that more people can play the God of War. And I've talked the entire time Tricky is gone. You'll die. I'm sorry that I hogged all that time. No, that's fine. Um, I I have said my piece on this. Uh, this very much feels like deja vu because we just had this conversation yeah, it does. earlier. So I, I I've said my piece uh, about I think certain games Sony should have left for the five. That's just my personal opinion from a marketing standpoint. Now, from a consumer standpoint, I like it. Because now I don't have to upgrade. I can play Horizon. I have the option to play uh, Kenna, Immortals Phoenix, Miles Morales. I can play all those on my four. Now, I might save some of those for my five, but I have that option. If, if you'd have told me that... Uh, Horizon was going to be a 5 exclusive, I would have upgraded sooner. I would be looking more diligently to try to snag one now before the game came out. But I don't have to. So I'm when I keep saying that it's a mistake, I'm personally, I'm thinking for me being a, uh, thinking from a marketing standpoint, you know, hey, if we make these games 5 exclusives, they're going to have to upgrade, upgrade, ergo we sell more consoles sooner so but from a me a you know a tight wad consumer it's great all right uh i i just googled just to confirm that forbidden west was coming to the playstation 4 and it is and you know when you google you know how they have like other other questions yeah according to uh let's see i don't know what website this is uh, it doesn't say. It says, uh, how old is Aloy in Horizon Forbidden West? And the answer is, Aloy was around 18 and 19 in the original game, which is going to make her 45 years old in this in Forbidden West. You know, that's one of the... Uh, I've seen the topic of discussion come up about how people were, like, wondering why Aloy looks like the way she does in Forbidden West. Apparently people don't, aren't, aren't keen on what she... You know, how she looks in the new game. I... I'd, yeah, well, a lot of people are. Uh, there's been this thing lately about uh, they should let the fans uh, draw the characters, which I think is absolutely no. Fantastic. That is no, 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 no. You know, I'm, I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do a Donnie thing here. You stupid gamers, you you think that you're entitled to everything. Listen, if you don't like what they're putting out there, don't spend your money on. It. I know. It, that might be mind-blowing to you. Don't spend your money on it if you don't like what they're putting out there. You don't like the character? Don't like the way it looks? Don't support it. You, uh, you, you have no right other than to purchase the game. That's it. That's your only right. To, to think that you should draw the character, you want to draw the character, go apply for the job. There. In the immortal words of Donnie, the CEO of Donnie Yuntwist and ba- or Donnie Yuntwist and Babel Law Offices. Crybaby gamers. 
I, I'm trying to find the picture of this just to show you guys the different comparison. The, the, the side-by-side? I've seen the side-by-side, and I'm like, wow, she does look different. But it's not like, oh, my God, different, you know? And then now that they've said the age difference, now that makes more sense. Well, they're, they're also saying that they should make her uh, more happy, which is the which is what started off. Because they're saying that she just constantly looks mean in uh, the picture. Have you seen the world well, she lives in? The Raiders yeah. and the fucking machines? The Trimmer Tusk trying to kill her? The Saw Teeth? Like, you gonna be happy living in that world? Well, yeah, <laughs> you're supposed to be. It, it's just a walk in the park, Alex. People are idiots. Uh, all right. Make make her Thank happier. You. I wouldn't be happy if I lived in that in in the in a world where nature had taken over and there's machines trying to kill me at all points. And the raiders, the raiders are riding the machines. Who's gonna be happy about that? Aloy's friends are getting picked off left and right. She had to go save Aaron in the in the clip that we saw from the state of play. And she's supposed to be happy. Uh, hold on. I I just found it. I don't know if you uh. Alex, I don't know if you saw this yet. Uh, okay, let me share my screen with you. Hold on one second. Uh, share screen. This one. Start sharing. Uh, okay. Alex, do you see my screen? Yeah. Uh... The one on the left is in the game. The one on the right is the fan made. That's what they. That's what people are bitching and saying that she should look like more like. Uh, first, okay. So it, first of all, the it, one it on the did... right doesn't look real. It looks like. They're going for a more realistic look, obviously, for Aloy in the sequel. The one on the right just looks like bullshit. Okay, the the person that put out the tweet is at Apex Alpha J. And he says, is it me or is Sony be making their lead female protagonist look masculine as hell? Barely no curves or rough non-feminine features. Unlike the average woman, like Cough Cough, The Last of Us, Last of Us 2's Ellie, etc., just saying, hashtag my two cents. Pick it from the game on the left and fan made on the right. Hire fans, lol. You know, I'm going to say this now. That person, I don't know if they made that concept art or whatever, but somebody made that concept art just so they could jack off to it. There. <laughs> End it right there. Like that. That is exactly like Guerrilla Games made Aloy and aged Aloy to the to, to what they thought Aloy would look like. So I have no problem with what Aloy looks like in the game. I don't know why fans think that they need to change the way she looks. She looks fine. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with her. And yes, if she has aged, what, 27 years? Eh, she's not going to look the same. I agree. And yeah, uh, yeah, I we could go on about this forever, about people being stupid. But All right. Well, the show's going on a little long, so we're going to skip the second topic of the week. Uh, but next week, we're going to talk about why game delays have gotten worse in 2021 and according to the article they said no it's not because of covid so we're going to cover that next week so with that being said uh alex two three four or five four be sure to follow us on all of our social media feeds just look for proving gamer on twitter and facebook be sure to also join the trophy horse facebook group at facebook.com backslash groups backslash tw podcast in the group is where you can ask questions for us to answer on the show. You can also send us an email via the Troy Memorial email. That address is trophyhorse at provengamer.com. Or if you would rather leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 
330-PROVEN-9. That's 330-776-8369. You can watch our videos on YouTube by doing a search for Official Proven Gamer. You can also catch us streaming at twitch.tv backslash Proven Gamer. And you can catch Tricky streaming for Extra Life every Sunday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv backslash Extra Life for Kids. Remember, that's the number four, not the word. And again, I don't shoot for Extra Life anymore. But we do. I do have news that somebody has stepped up. Uh, I'm not going to reveal who. Uh, they have stepped up to say that they want to professionally re-record all of the ads. So Alex and Yield's uh, wishes are coming true that the fact that they won't be, their ads won't be played anymore. Our, our, our shame-inducing recordings, quality-wise. I mean, we put effort into them, but quality is just not there, especially not in mine. Mine sounds the worst. Do, do we know this person? You know this person very well. Very well. In fact, this person is doing it. This person is going to be coming over your house to borrow the new microphone set that you got to re-record all these. Oh, okay. He can do it then. I that that pretty much. uh, When you say that Yield knows this person very well, you might as well just say the name. Well, I don't want to reveal it until we actually reveal the ads. Anyway, let's do our shout-outs. Yield your shout-out, sir. So, uh, give a shout-out to Nitro and the Brain76 for uh, helping out uh, with Knockout City and helping out collecting some trophies. Shout-out to uh, Homer and Alex and Gareth for Rocket League Thursdays. Uh, Shout-out to Sid. Helped him get his Wave 15 trophy in uh, Strange Brigade earlier today. Um, shout out to Tricky and Alex for recording tonight. Shout out to all of you, the Pimps and the Madams of the Whoredom, sending in questions, serious or not serious. And that'll, that'll be it for the moment. Alex, your shout out, sir. Let's thank the listeners, the fans, the community, the fuel to the fire of this trip of yours. Thank you all very much for your continued support of the show, uh, not only through our podcast, but also through ProvingGamer.com, as well as Twitch.tv whenever we decide to stream. Hopefully, Knockout City becomes a hit, just like uh, Rocket League Thursdays have been. And thanks as well. I'm trying, to get, I'm, I, I'm trying to get Knockout Tuesdays going. I don't think that's going to happen. Hey, hey. A little bit of confidence in the product there, Yield. I, no, no, only because I know what Rocket League's become, and I don't want Knockout City to become that. Well, and to be fair, Yield, you, I mean, you didn't go full poo-poo on Knockout City originally, but you had your doubts, and Knockout City has stepped up to be a game oh, that you're playing a lot. Oh, I enjoy the game. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about streaming it. Right. I, I, let's just address what you say, is because Yield for good or bad, is very competitive when it comes to online games. and Well, not just online games, games in general. There there have been a few uh, rage-inducing episodes with Yield on uh, Rocket League Thursdays. Is that fair to say, Yield? Do do you want to go into why I get into rage-induced ones? Well, uh, uh, what we're specifically talking about, why I am not going to be streaming Knockout City. Uh, you, you, I, I, I'll give you the floor to to say your piece because uh, I think it's only fair that you explain uh, 
what has happened. Okay, so yes, I am ultra competitive in in Knockout City. I have found and in Rocket League. So when we when my brother when Homer started Rocket League Thursdays, it was to just to play Rocket League with friends. Hey, you know what? I'll stream it for Proving Gamer. Draw up some traffic. Okay, cool. No problem. Whatever. And then Tricky's got this highlight reel thing. Okay, so we'll all stream. We can get some highlights. We'll put it on Facebook and drum up and drum up more interactions with the community. Okay, cool. Then Tricky found TikTok. And then, well, then Tricky found TikTok. But then Tricky also, and and I and I've told him this. This is this is what it was intended to be. It starts gathering steam, and Tricky wants to turn it into a, or as close to a, more of a professional streaming thing. And, hey, Proven Bot wants to ask, what's better, DC or Marvel? You know what, man? I'm here to genuinely, if a conversation happens, a conversation happens. But I am here to communicate and win games and, and, and play games. Not to sit there and... Watch a computer screen, and and answer questions. I'm sorry, that's not me. If if that's what you want, there are plenty of thousands of streamers out there in the world that you can go do that with. That's just not me. Okay, now can I, can I respond? You can respond all you want. You ain't changing my mind. I'm not trying to change your mind. Yield to his credit or detriment or to to good or bad. Yield. Like he said, is ultra competitive, and there have been many times where they were streaming, and I popped into the chat just to talk, and Yield felt like me talking distracted the other players. It all went to hell. And then it went to hell, and there have been a couple times that Yield has fully rage quit. Now, to his credit, he's getting better, and last week, uh, Yield got a little upset, but instead of rage quitting, he just... Left the chat. No, I unplugged my headset. Oh, did you? I unplugged my headset. I could hear you guys talking. I left the chat when you went, Proven Bot wants to know <laughs> yeah. DC or Marvel. And it's like, you know what? That's it. I'm done. Okay. When I when okay, when I said you left the chat, I meant that you just weren't talking anymore. We just assumed you you muted yourself. Nope. I unplugged my headset. I could hear everything that was going on. And then now Again, for good or bad, when it comes to Homer and it comes to Nitro and it comes to Riley and sometimes me and sometimes Alex, we can push Yield's buttons. So, uh, but but Yield has said, and as long as I've known him, he said he is not a streamer. So when it comes to, like he said, being professional with proven bot and stuff like that, that's just not his gig. Nope, it is not my gig. And we know that. And I have tried, and to Yield's credit, he does stream every Thursday. He, I do. He, he does what I ask him to do to get the clips and whatnot. And he said, well, this originally started on Facebook. And as you guys saw in the Facebook group, I started posting the highlight reels. Yield, you saw them all. I did. Thank you. Um, but I, what, I do, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to post the individual clips to TikTok because you can only post a minute clips on TikTok. I can't put the showcases like you get on Facebook. But Yield does his job, and Yield has come, stepped out of his comfort zone, and he's not only streaming for Proven Gamer, he's also streaming for himself when he does his Gamer Nights with Riley. So I give Yield credit, but Yield 
doesn't want Knockout City to turn into Rock League, which I understand, but sometimes yield, and I think you it's fair to say, you get ultra competitive and, you know, guys just, the, the boys just want to fuck around. I, and yes. That, and, and that's not you. No. You, you're there to play, you want to play. Yes. But so. I, th- that's why I decided instead of getting all ultraly ticked off and just rage quitting, I will just exclude myself from the chat and I will just play. This way I don't get mad. I get mad, but I'm not taking it out on anybody. Correct. And I, and I do give you credit for that. And I, I, but like I said, we, your brother and Riley, above all, like to push your buttons. Well, that's just how we are. Yes. Uh, but with that being said, uh, Alex, we cut you off. Your shout out, sir. Also wanted to thank the community for all the great questions we got this week. A litany of questions. And yes, Homer, we will cover your two questions next week. So, uh, Also give a shout out to Tricky and to Yield for recording tonight. Shout out to Levi who could not be here, but we look forward to Levi coming on and sharing all the latest in the Be Legit competition next week. Uh, Last but not least, give a shout out to my awesome girlfriend Ashley. Like I said before, we went out for some Mexican food today, had a flight of margaritas, and then she was very patient while I played all my Pokemon Go on Gible Community Day. So I just want to thank my awesome girlfriend. I love you, honey, and thanks for being patient while I catch lots of Gible. All right, before I give my shout-outs, uh, last thing, quick answer. Uh, does anybody give a Logan Paul a shot against Floyd Mayweather tonight? Do what now? Is anybody giving Logan Paul a shot against Floyd Mayweather tonight? Well, see, this is, this is why I got banned on Twitter. <laughs> That's why I'm saying this. So, so if anybody saw my <laughs> remark on Twitter, you know where I stand on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hope out. Floyd Merriweather knocks his fucking head off. I, I think, Alex, regardless of whether he wins or loses, I mean, if we're going by skill in the boxing ring, Mayweather's got this sealed up. But regardless of how badly he gets his teeth kicked in, I think this is all going to be just—it's a publicity stunt. Oh, absolutely, it is. I just think I think Mayweather is going to give him like two, three rounds because it's an eight-round exhibition. So I think he's going to give it to like the fifth or sixth round, and he's probably going to knock him the hell out. I, I can only hope. I can only hope. Hey, but on the other side of that, not that either of you two care, but Chad Johnson won all four of his rounds. Don't know if he won or not, but he did last all four rounds. 10-4. All right, I want to give a shout-out to the listeners. Thank you very much for dealing with all of our nonsense tonight. Uh, I will not be here next week. Uh, I will be taking a trip. I'm on vacation from work, so I am actually going on vacation to do some stuff. Uh, so next week when Levi's here, uh, he's going to be upset because I'm not going to be on the show again. Uh, so thank See, you, everybody. You, you just don't like him. I love Levi. I, I really do. It's, it's bad timing. Uh Shout out to, I said, the listeners. Shout out to Levi, who I won't be here next week. Shout out to you two. Thank you for dealing with my shenanigans tonight, even though I have a massive headache. And this show is running extremely long, and it's going to be a hell of an edit. But I love you guys and the fans. That's why we do this. Shout out to Sweet Mama D. And if there's nothing else, until next week, happy trophy hunting. Peace. Later. Glad it's not my week to edit.
The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash Even Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> 